and the Ad Council. ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Never FDIC. It is Monday, October 21st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. And, of course, you can join the program anytime by calling the Miller Lite phone lines, 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. We're broadcasting today from the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. And, of course, joining me today, as he always does, the former young Thundering Herd quarterback, Dave Walsh. How you doing, sir? Uh, not bad. Uh, two or three weeks ago, we're sitting here going, uh-oh, we're ready to throw him under the bus. Today, what a difference uh, two W's make. Hey, hey, I'm, I was not ready to throw anyone under, under the, the bus. bus. No, sir. No, okay. I don't know where you got that. <laughs> I don't know where you got that narrative now from. He's, now he's mayor. Well, you know, come, I'm just, come just on. observant. But, uh, come on. The uh, the Hurs won two in a row. Old Dominion in middle. They're back in control of their destiny. Yeah, thanks to Mr. North Texas field goal. They control it. They don't need no help now. Right. It's in their hands. And plus they beat FAU. So right. beating FAU makes Doc, of course, uh, my hero. Right, his hero. And he did not shake hands with Lane after the game. Lane was working on his artwork. You think uh, more or less <laughs> it was Lane that didn't shake hands with Doc. Doc. Doc's not that kind of guy. No. He's an upstanding He's guy. He's going that way, but Lane went that way. Of course, we're going to talk about this this hour. We're going to talk about Marshall's victory over Florida Atlantic, 36-31. We're going to talk about, of course, basketball as well. The broadcast package, the partial or initial is what they call it. The initial broadcast package has been announced for Conference USA, so we'll get into that for men's basketball. Uh, men's soccer team continuing to do what yes. they do. They're rolling. They've got a couple of player of the week honors this week. We've got, of course, Lane Kiffin's reprimand to talk about. We will get into that in a minute. But first, Dave. Um, Mr. Knox. The guy himself, Brandon Knox, offensive player of the week. 220 yards on the ground. You better get player of the week. He better get player of the week. Him or the guy from FAU, but we figured when Marshall beat him, it had to go to him. He was the workhorse. We kept going, give him 20, 25 touches. They did it, and uh, the rest speaks for itself. Give him the give him the ball. Just give him the ball. <laughs> and they gave him the ball. Yes. And they gave him a ball, and he kept running with it. And guess what? Brendan was at player interviews today. Now, we found out before uh, it was released, so we got to talk to him a little earlier in the morning before it actually came out. So he had just found out as well and wanted to talk to him. So we asked him, hey, you know, Talk about it. Your player yeah. of the week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely an exciting feeling. Uh, my first time actually winning that. I'm used to, you know, seeing other people get that, but it's definitely an exciting feeling. He's a humble guy, though. Very I mean, humble. I, he's not going to go, oh, yeah. He's, he's a, <laughs> just a humble guy. He just took it in stride. Took it in stride. First time, uh, he was probably thinking, well, somebody else, but uh, he, he he carried the mail. You know, their, their receivers were hurting a little bit. They had to use the tight ends in disguise. So, uh, Mr. Knox took them to the victory. So, most appropriate for him to be the winner. You know, the good thing about Brendan is he is humble. He also realizes and very appreciative of those big boys up front. Yes. Those guys are working hard, and they have been opening up the lanes, yes. making it easy for him. Yep. And we talked to him about that, and he acknowledged the fact that they're doing such a great job opening up those holes. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And along with that, I'd say, as I speak about almost every week, you know, just different young guys stepping up and things like that, that's – I can't stress that enough how much that helps out what a lot of other people do, you know, myself, the offensive line included. 
So the running game has been uh, the benefactor of all the good work those guys have done up yeah. front. And, and it's no secret, Brendan Knox is a man. The, the opponent's going to mark him up, but yet the offensive line gets him a crease, and he, he makes the uh, defense pay. He did it several times uh, Friday night. We'll have more player reaction later, but we've got to talk about Lane Kiffin. His artwork. <laughs> so Lane gets a $5,000 fine, and he's reprimanded by Conference USA after he tweeted a picture of officials in glasses with seeing-eye dogs. He did this uh, <laughs> after the game was over, so he went to Twitter to express himself, and he made sure that the league saw it. Yes. He tagged the league on Twitter. So they, they saw it. And they he tagged, made sure of that. And they tagged him. And they tagged him $5,000. Uh, what possesses a coach to do that? Is he doing – is this a more of a ploy to, to get in his players' heads, or what's he doing here? I don't know what he was doing because I, I, I was not overly impressed by them. I know they threw the ball, but, but Brad kept it in front of him. They, they slammed the run completely, almost like they did here a year ago. So, uh, I, you know, 36-31 lane, that's the way it goes. Get used to it. Uh, Good calls, bad calls, indifferent. you got 60 minutes to make up the outcome of the game. 60 minutes to get it done. Coaches, no. You don't criticize yeah. the officials. Yes. I mean, it doesn't serve anything other than to get it reprimanded and yeah. bring attention to it. You're going to reprimand and plus a few extra dollars on top of that. I don't know if he's trying to – I mean, I don't know about that crew, if it was on both sides of the ball or what, but um, you do something like that, you're going to pay for it. I mean, Doc, a few times has been asking, he just kind of dances away around it because if he says anything – it's going to cost him. Well, first of all, you can file a complaint. Right. It's not going to change anything. They're no. not going to change the outcome of the game. So you can file the complaint all you want, send it up the league. They'll address it. But at the same time, it's not going to change anything. They're not going to magically award you the game. Like You know no. what? You were right. The officiating was bad. You won. Because there's always bad calls yeah. on both sides of the, of the ball. ball. Yeah, exactly. Both sides of the ball. It's, it's as Doc said in his postgame. Whoever came the most adversity, and they did. I mean, you know, wait to the last second to get the W, and then they get a pick, the first turnover in five weeks, and uh, they got the W. So, Lane, I know it's a bitter pill to swallow, but uh, next up for you is Old Dominion. Get over it and go to Old Dominion and see what happens. I know this is a tough loss for them because yeah. now Marshall controls their destiny. Yeah. Marshall and controls its own all the way out. Yeah. Marshall controls their destiny. Marshall controls FAU's destiny. Mm -hmm. And Western Kentucky right now still controls their destiny, so that's what's going to happen coming up. Right. But – I don't know what Lane was thinking. It's no. just you don't do that because it's not going – how does that motivate your team? Calling the officials out, how does that motivate no, your team? No, because you're going the road next week to Old Dominion. That's not – I don't know what he was thinking there. I mean, uh, he figures, okay, I'll get their attention one way or the other. I'll do a tweet. I, I've got the money to cover the fine. I'm going to get their attention. But like you said, what, what can they do? But doesn't that, put the officials, doesn't that put the officials on alert now? Okay, Lane's doing this. Yeah. I mean, if I'm the crew working his game now, I'm keeping an eye on him. Maybe I keep him on a short leash a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm going uh, ba to back up, back up, be quiet, whatever. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, I'm not going to be so generous here. I'm not saying the, official, the officials don't care. No. They're not in it for anything other than to go. They like football. They go do the game, the game, keep the players safe, and go from there. They're not caring about the outcome. They're just there to make sure everything runs as smoothly as right. they possibly can. But they're not going to give you the benefit of the doubt. They're going to, you know, yeah, you're not going to get any grace. Like coach, K hey coach, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe keep it down right. a little bit. You know, I know you're chirping, I know you're upset, coach. They might not get that call. No. And but he was maybe he's just trying to make a point. It's like if it wasn't bad, I could do one thing. But hey, I'll I'll suffer the bigger consequence. I've got the money to cover the fine. 
The school might not be happy, but uh, the long run, maybe he thinks it'll be beneficial. We'll see. Just take the L and go on. Yeah, I mean, you you still you still got a shot. You still have the shot. Of course you do. Because if Marshall loses, then I mean, you, all you have to do is run the table. Right. I mean, if, you know, this week they have Western. If Western ever comes in here and steals one, it's over. That, they're sitting at 5-0, and and the schedule of everybody's left, and, and everybody's in a, looking up at Western, which they did not figure to be doing at this time before the season started. But they're coming in here at 4-0. We're going to take a look uh, at those uh, at those games a little bit later on. Of course, we'll hear from the players. We'll get their reaction to the win and talk to them about what's coming up with Western Kentucky. Today's Monday, so really – We're film, back on schedule. Back on schedule. That means film study is going to take place today, and uh, we'll know more about what they saw tomorrow when we talk to uh, some of the guys tomorrow. But we'll get their thoughts on the game also when we come back from break. The television package is out. The initial television package is out for Conference USA for men's basketball. We'll talk about that and more when we continue with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. On the drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're live today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington for today's show. Dave Conference USA announcing its initial broadcast package for the league. And Marshall's going to be on 10 games, ESPN Plus. So they're featured 10 times ESPN Plus, but only two times on CBS Sports Network. Two times on Stadium on okay. Facebook. Okay. Stadium Facebook. Okay. Let me qualify that. Yes. And then one time on Stadium. So 10 on ESPN yeah, Plus. That's great. Yes. I mean, my four ninety nine. my subscription's getting paid for right okay. there. Right there. Two times on Stadium on Facebook. And those games are the Western Kentucky games. Both of those games are Stadium Facebook games. Who'd CBS take? CBS took, I'll tell you here in a second. Yeah, I'm stuck on the soccer over here. You're stuck on soccer. <laughs> well, they had players of the week on both sides, uh, but I'm just wondering. This, uh, Marshall at UTSA is the uh, CBS Sports Network game. Okay. I thought they might jump on Western. No, Western. Both Western Kentucky games are uh, stadium on Facebook. Okay. They're findable. Findable. A big I, thing for Danny right now. Some but, people like the Facebook, some right? don't. You know, they got their madness tomorrow night, but at the same time picked to finish 11th. He's mad already, and they hadn't even thrown out the ball. I listened to a little bit of his uh, comments today. He was on the uh, the presser. They uh, mm-hmm. they had the uh, league presser today for everybody. Yeah. And uh, he was joking around, and we've heard this before. Wish they would have picked them 14th. You could have uh, won <laughs> coach of the year. And uh, he doesn't care. No. He's not 11th, he 14th. Doesn't he doesn't care. He's he knows you know what he does. I mean he's going he's going to play the up tempo. He's going to shoot the threes. A little bit of the difference in uh, length this year. Play some good D. And uh, he doesn't have some of those familiar names. He's got some new names to learn. He will, but I, I, he could care less if he's picked 11, 14, or one. He'll survive. Now I'm looking at this. Um, you're going to have over 85 of the league's contests will be on ESPN Plus. Okay. Stadium's going to air 21 games, including five bonus play matchups and all four of the Conference USA Championship quarterfinal matches. Uh, Stadium Facebook is going to bring you nine games through the social media platform. So it looks like ESPN Plus is going to get the majority of all of this action. Of course, the championship is going to be and the semifinals as well, going to be on CBS Sports Network. Okay. So if you want to watch that first round, ESPN Plus, They're quarterfinal there. round, stadium or stadium on Facebook. So depending on yeah. where Marshall's at, Marshall's on Court B. They're on Facebook if they get to that point. And then when you get to the semifinals, it'll be on CBS Sports Network, back yeah. to the championship as well. Um, 
the majority, the bonus play games, of course, you really can't schedule those until you, you kind of know. Yeah, you don't know. <laughs> so that makes more sense to be on the stadium because some of the stadium times are already set. Right. So whatever game gets placed there, that's a set time. The Facebook right. games are not set times. Uh, CBS Sports Network is going to have a few of the games on Facebook as well, the bonus play games. Okay. But the majority of these are going to be on ESPN+. Plus. There will be a few that will be on ESPNU. So, again, most of these are going to be on the digital platform. Yeah, I don't know if fans have taken to the ESPN Plus uh, way of doing things just yet. I mean, a lot of people, they have cable or satellite. And it's findable. Turn it on. There it is. That's what I want to watch. Right. And then you introduce the streaming. Right. And not everybody's got streaming. Not everybody's got a streaming stick or a, a device you can run apps on. People are getting better at it. They're adjusting. But this is not a way to get your league exposure past your league. Right. And now, I'm all for this. I think this is a great platform. If I'm a Herd fan and I'm in California and I want to watch Marshall basketball, I pay $4.99 a month. And they're there. And there's some Marshall basketball for me to watch on ESPN+. Plus. That's, that's not going to break it's the bank. It's great. That's I think it's fantastic. Right. But at the same time, until the transition is complete and this is how we watch our sports, I mean, this is on demand. If you're flipping the dial – Using an antiquated term here, you're flipping the dial, you're changing the channel, yep. you're using the clicker, and you're scrolling for a basketball game, and you're on DirecTV, you're on Dish Network, you're on Xfinity, you're on cable. You're not going to come across a herd game. No. Not until they're on CBS Sports Network. No, you're not. No, you're not. And let, But the four ninety nine a month, what a steal. That's a great deal. Yeah, you're a herd fan to pay you four ninety nine away. You can watch them. You it, can watch them. Is Conference USA hurting itself, though, not making sure that there is an over-the-air or a cable or satellite component to this? You, you wish there was, but at the same time, you look at the other leagues, um, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, you know, most of these leagues have their own network. The Longhorn Network had Kansas and Texas the other night. I watched the end of that game on the replay with the field goal that beat, beat Kansas at the buzzer. I mean, these schools have their own network, or the league has their own network. Conference Ray doesn't have that, so they got to take what they can get. Now, this is an upgrade, though. I'll tell you what, yeah, right here. They're, they're, they're on the air somewhere. This is a definite upgrade. I mean, you're going to get some of the games on ESPN3, which is still a digital component, but you're going to get a few on ESPNU. You're going to get some games on CBS Sports Network. If you're going to be uh, on, you're going to be on somewhere. ESPN Plus is where I'd rather be. Right. But, but, again, the overall exposure of Conference USA, yeah. I don't know if this helps or if this just makes sure that if you're a herd fan or if you're a fan of any other team in Conference USA, at least you can access your games. You can get access. I don't know what the other non-Power 5 group, the group of five, uh, what kind of like Mac do they have a network? And we know you're going to give their season away in football in November, Tuesdays and Wednesdays from in November. They're on SBN, but they're playing on Tuesday and Wednesday. Well, the, that's the, the sacrifice they make. The group of five. There's no. There's no, no. dedicated network for the groups. No. You're going to get one where, where you're going to get on. Yeah. And you don't have like an NFL uh, network type component to this, where you're on a a, a network that has a, a larger penetration. I mean, right. basically, this is subscription service. Well, like the other day, the NFL Network had Southern Miss and La Tech. I enjoyed watching a little bit of that. Right. That was for the West lead. La Tech got them. They're you know, talking about destiny. They have the other side. Now, some of these games that are on the air, or at least over the air, 
you know, however you want to call that, ESPNU, like Wake Forest at Charlotte. Obviously, ESPNU is going to grab Wake Forest at Charlotte because of the name value there. Right. Uh, North Texas at Western Kentucky, that's on ESPNU. Uh, Arkansas at Western Kentucky, that's on CBS Sports Network. Memphis at UAB, there's some attraction right. there for that network. And then you keep scrolling down. Uh, Louisiana Tech at UTSA, ESPNU. Uh, okay, I'm, I mean, I don't know what the reasoning here is. Uh, Western Kentucky at Middle, that's on CBS Sports Network. Right. Uh, I'm not even going to mention the stadium games uh, in this one. Old Dominion at Western Kentucky, CBS Sports Network. And then you scroll down, you go down the list, and you know, you, you're on digital for the most part. Okay, Louisiana Tech at Western Kentucky, that's on CBS Sports right. Network. As we mentioned earlier, Marshall at UTSA. So Marshall's there once. Everything else is pretty much digital mm-hmm. until we get to bonus play time. And I just don't know how you grow. I mean, it's a good package. Yeah, that's it's a good one. But what may, maybe streaming is. That's the future? Well, I, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely where it's going. You look at all these things, Hulu, Roku, uh, Sling, and all these kind of things. It's just like stream, stream. A lot of people have cut the cord. Well, they have because, again, uh, part of that is because a lot of subscribers want to a la carte their programming. Right. I don't want to pay for sports if you're a basic cable subscriber. Right. And so they're trying to be a little bit more a la carte, and they're finding, okay, maybe I can get a skinny package, stream a package, and I don't have to pay for this. And But the penetration is still there. Right. And there's nothing that beats live programming, especially live sports programming. Right. It sounds like I'm down on this package, but – at least it's on ESPN Plus because if you're somewhere, you want to catch the Marshall game. You can. It's, you can it's at least. Because we've heard the stories before where people want to go to a sports club, place like this, yeah. somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And they want to go eat, catch the game. Okay, where's the game at? Yeah. Uh, let me let me explain. Yeah. Here will be on one of the well, s- these TVs will have it. ESPN Plus is a little bit easier to get a hold of. Right. I mean, that's a. Um, that's a little bit better of a streaming package. I mean, the Facebook games, yeah, that's going to be questionable as well. Yet. And, again, and here's the problem, though. It really depends on your bandwidth, where you're at. Yeah. It's not a situation where the games look bad because it's on the Internet. No, because maybe you don't have the bandwidth. Yeah, you might be somewhere you can't get it. And if you live in Appalachia, you might be somewhere <laughs> where you can't get it. Your iPhone 11? Nope, doesn't work. It doesn't work where you're located. We haven't come up with one for that yet. I, I would hope. I don't have an iPhone 11, but no. I would hope if I had one, it would work. Yeah. You see Make how much that kind of, what they, I know the 10s were 1000 when uh, they came out. They're cheaper now, Dave. You could afford it on your retirement money. Okay. You might be able to afford it. With what we're paying you here, <laughs> you might be able to afford okay. it one day when it's on sale Yes. Uh, in five or six years. The blue light special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But the good news is this is the initial package. As you might not have picked up on, none of the games I've mentioned here that are streaming are non-conference games. So this is pretty much conference package right now. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any, as far as Marshall's concerned. Now, right. that, that opens it up, though. What will become of the Marshall basketball schedule that isn't on TV? And if you look at their schedule, what games uh, you think will be streamed? Well, well, SEC Network might pick up when they go to Florida. Notre Dame. Notre, Notre Dame, Dame might be somewhere. That doubleheader in Cleveland when West Virginia plays the Buckeyes. Somebody might pick that one up, Big Ten Network. So there's we'll some see. There's some openings here. Yes. I mean, Robert Morris, 
That might be on Conference USA TV for all I know. That might be on AT&T, the Root, the root that, Group. That the might root be on brothers. local stadium. Right. Toledo as well. Uh, maybe that's going to be an extra game to put up on Plus. I don't know. Uh, Notre Dame, obviously, we mentioned the College of Charleston. That's available. Howard, mm. what's going to happen there? You've got Akron. You've got uh, Bluefield State. Okay, so some of those. maybe know. that's not going up on ESPN+. Plus. Nope. Uh, Moorhead State, that might be on their package. Right. They might have that. Eastern Kentucky is a possibility. Uh, Northern Iowa. Uh, Duquesne's going to be somewhere, I'm right. sure. I'm, I'm completely sure of that. But at least the conference package has right. been taken care of. Conferences there. And then, the, like I say, the Big Ten, SEC, a few others could pick up Marshall when they're playing Florida, when they're playing uh, Duquesne doubleheader, when they're playing Notre Dame. Somebody's going to jump on that. Right. It's, not, it's too good not to pick up. Yeah, but it just comes down to the fact that if you're on traditional cable, you're in a bind. No, no. Oh, I think you're, I don't think you're in a bind from no. traditional cable. I think you can – casual observer, casual viewer is going to maybe flip by that and yeah. maybe stop. But then again, let's be realistic. How many people are just flipping the dials and going, oh, look, Marshall Rice. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to stop on that stop if you're there. not a Marshall or Rice fan. They're going to keep going. They're going to keep going. But mm-hmm. the Marshall Rice fans, stop there. Yeah. It's accessible. That's the first thing. Not that long ago that nothing was accessible no. or little. So, you know, progress. So this is great. If you're a Hurt fan, this is great. Yeah. You're, you're going to get to see a lot of games, and it's going to be easier to get a hold of because you, know, you can get ESPN Plus on your smart device. You can get ESPN Plus on your phone. Yeah, exactly. You watch. I can watch ESPN Plus right here. And I tell you, the, the, like the NFL Network carrying a game a week, I've noticed now they're picking up, like, the biggies. This past week, La Tech, they're going to be another big one down the road. They're there, so the, what great exposure. The NFL Network's in a lot of homes. Well, next year I think the schedule will be a little different than it is because, again, they they came late to the party. Right, but they came. You know, I'm sure La Tech and Southern Miss appreciated that exposure. And we really don't know what Marshall's going to do now. The initial package is out because, of course, the games have got to be selected. Yep. And what does that free up for Marshall inventory-wise? And where will they go with that? What will they do with it? Yeah, and they have their in-house network too, don't they, just about? Yeah, they use ESPN Plus. They also have, of course, as I mentioned, Conference USA TV. Right. And the difference is just the platform. If, as far as the Marshall home games are concerned, the only difference is the platform for where you can see the game. Right. Because for the most part, it's the same crew, it's the same technical uh, production house, in-house, that's producing the broadcasts. Mm-hmm. And volleyball, all the Olympic sports, they're either on CUSA TV or eventually they'll move up to ESPN+. Plus Because it's a higher standard when you get to ESPN+. Plus. Right. But you just can't slap a feed on and say, here it is. <laughs> no, it doesn't no, work ESPN that way. No, ESPN has standards. Right. And that's, that's the good thing here. At least Marshall is at the point where Marshall meets the standards, yeah. and you'll see more games, I'm sure. I mean, the positive here is at least you're looking at this TV package, and it's primarily digital. Basketball, it's primarily digital. I wish that Marshall and Conference USA had more of a not digital footprint, but a footprint on cable, satellite, the traditional outlet still. Mm-hmm. One day this is going to be the traditional outlet. Right. But – I want Marshall to be where all the eyeballs are, as right. many eyeballs as possible. Right. Does that mean people are going to stop and watch? No, but, but you get more the eyeballs option. there. Yeah, I want to be where the people are. You're channel surfing and you're going, you have the option of stopping or going. Yeah, that's where if I want to no be. no option to stop or go, then yeah. I want to be where the people are. That's why I'm here today at the right. Union Pub and Grill, because that's where all the people are. 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. Why aren't you here? 
Monday special. We have got $1.50 bottles, $2 call shots. We do that every right. Monday here at the Union Pub and Grill. When we continue, we're going to hear from the players. Interview day today at Jones C. Edwards Stadium. We'll get their thoughts on the game just passed and the game ahead when we continue here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Never miss a moment of The Drive with Paul Swan. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, lights on. I'm sorry, Dave. Did I startle you there with the light on here? Lights on. I turned my flashlight on. Look at my nose a little bit. Dave just reacting. Flashlight. I'm sorry. It's it's, it's like 66 to 6 all over again. Every time I mention that, you twitch a little bit. Welcome back to the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan, Dave Walsh with you here for today's edition of The Drive. Of course, you can join us here every Monday at the Union Pub and Grill. Earlier today, we had a chance to speak to some of the players about the win over FAU and look ahead a little bit to Western Kentucky. First up, we talked to the quarterback, your guy, Isaiah Green, Green. and uh, we talked to him about how successful that running game really was. Oh, well, we had a game plan going into the game, you know, and it it didn't really kind of work. And then we made an adjustment. We basically did the opposite of what we planned to do. And, you know, it it started breaking for us, you know, not started having some big runs. And anytime you can create yards after contact the way he does, that's always a, a huge help. Okay, so um, the idea was going to pass, and that wasn't working. So, hey, let's run that ball. Mr. Knox, uh, they did take Isaiah away. He didn't run on ride and read and keep. But uh, when Mr. Knox ran the football, it didn't matter. I would have ran Knox until they they got tired of seeing him. Yep. And I would have kept running him. But you want to keep him fresh. But he was breaking so many. Yes, I I mean, unbelievable. 90-yard drives, he had 80 80 of the 90 running. Unbelievable effort. you got to admit, though, Marshall over the last few weeks has been pretty balanced, the passing attack, the rushing attack. It's been very balanced. And Green was asked about that, how Marshall's been able to keep the running and passing games balanced. Uh, you know, I think it's just it's kind of a game-by-game thing. You know, teams try to take away certain things from us certain times. So, you know, we have to, sometimes we have to rely on the pass to open up the run and then vice versa. So I feel like it's just a week-in, week-out thing of, what teams are trying to do to us, you know, I think we do a pretty good job of keeping it balanced, you know. I think we're averaging right around 215 yards of rushing and passing every game, so I think feel like that's a pretty good balance. Two-dimensional. Can't beat it if you're two-dimensional. FAU was made one-dimensional and paid for it. Now we turn our attention out of Western Kentucky, and uh, Dave, this is a big game of the standings. Oh, yeah. It's Western, huge. I mean, you don't expect Western to be 4-0. But they are. But if Marshall ever takes them down and wins out, they win it. I mean, because you had to hedge your tiebreakers, and they'll have it. So uh, it's right there again, as we have said several times this year. It's worked its way around. It's here again. So we're going to talk about this being a big game standing-wise. The yes. fans are going to talk about, about this it. being a big game in the they're standings. Not. No, they're not <laughs> talking about how this is a big game in the standings. It's not the focus for Isaiah It's just Green. the next game is all, probably. Uh, you know, I don't really want to think too much about the standings. It's more of just, you know, being one to know every week. You know, that's going to continue to be our message and, and what we what we go by and how we practice and stuff like that. You know, you think about the standings too much, that's just eventually it comes a distraction. 
If you just think about winning the game every week, then that's how you stay focused and stay consistent. Doc tell us all the time, don't don't worry about standings, don't worry about none of that kind of stuff. Just play every week, try to go one and know every week, and we'll look up in December and we'll like where we are. So all they care about is one and know. That's one and oh. win the week. Win this week and win the next week and the next week. Don't worry about the schedule, just Western Kentucky right now, you're trying to be one and oh. Now it is Western Kentucky week and Green talked about what that rivalry means. Uh, you know, it's gonna be a, a hard fought battle, like always. You know, I got I got a chance to play in this game for the first time last year. And, you know, it was it was kinda a rough game for me, so you know, I I just wanna try to, you know, build on just playing better, you know, staying within myself, staying within the offense and, you know, not getting too much concerned about the rivalry aspect of it is as far as just you know winning the game and you know trying to help this team advance and accomplish the goal that we want now finally uh, as any good quarterback should do they're back on schedule right. so they're grading out the FAU film they've already looked at that they'll be looking today or already looked at this point at so a little topper film yeah well green's already done a little homework and here's what he saw on film it seems like in the beginning of the season they wanted to try to play a, a couple different fronts, but you know lately it's been a lot, a lot more just playing four down. You get what you see type of thing. So you now I have to watch more and confirm that. But that's just what I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say well, he nine sacks or something like that. Yeah. Number ten, he got nine sacks right now. So you know, it should be a great challenge for our offensive line. So that's what he expects, a challenge yeah. for the offensive line. Offensive line, and the same, on the flip side of that, the Marshall defense has racked up quite a few sacks in the last few weeks as well. Speaking of sacks, yes, Tyler Brown yes, had a heck of a sack, didn't he? Got two points for it. You can't beat that. No, and I'm sure he was uh, more than willing to chat about that, among other things. Yeah, he was willing to chat <laughs> about that, but I had some fun with him today. Yeah. So when we saw him, and I, and I was um, – I was joking with him a little bit. Uh, he came over and uh, sat down with us. And uh, I mean, he's one of the heroes of the game. Yeah. Doesn't have an ego about it. He was just excited. But uh, when he sat down and we got ready to talk to him, um, I looked at him. And I just it was jokingly a little <laughs> bit. I said, hey, um, I said, did you do anything special in the game? And he uh, answered, he got a sack. <laughs> and, of course, um, we're having some uh, quick technical yeah. difficulties there on, on that yeah. clip. Um, let's shoot the clip nine. Let's see if that's working there. Uh, I did ask him a little bit about uh, how the team reacted to the safety and the sack. And the clip is not there either. So uh, I'm going to have to fire Gabriel Sellers back in the studio. <laughs> Sorry, Gabriel. Uh, it was nice working with you. Um, so uh, we will uh, we'll get you those. Uh, I've got those. Uh, we'll save them for the next segment yep. when we come back from break. We're going to talk a little bit about Marshall soccer. The soccer team is uh, rolling on. They've got a couple of player of the week nods, both on the offensive, defensive side. And yeah. uh, I promise you we'll have Tyler Brown or um, Gabriel Sellers back in the studio. Um, this will be the last day we work with him. <laughs> it's not right. his fault, by the way. I'm just no. teasing him back in the studio. We will continue on with today's edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
We continue today here from the Union Pub and Grill. Paul Swan and Dave Walsh with you. Our producer back in the studio who uh, I just saw. Uh, he's still there? He's still there. Okay. I admonished him a minute ago, <laughs> Gabriel Sellard. So, you know, actually he's the uh, unsung hero of this show. And uh, we've got our technical glitch situated. We fixed it. Good. Because I got some good Tyler Brown sound. Yes, I you want to hear it. I want to hear it. So we're going to hear it. And, again, let me reset this. Talk to him at player interviews today. Big hero of the game, yeah, right? Safety, safety sack. Right. I mean, Not just a sack, a safety sack. He got points for it, literally. He, Two. It's been like five, six years since he's been on yeah. the offensive side yeah. of the scoring sheet exactly. here. Exactly. When you're playing quarterback in high school, it's, you're doing the other way. Exactly. So I looked at him today, and uh, he, he knew I was joking with him. But like, hey, uh, Tyler, uh, did, did you do anything in the game? What, yeah, <laughs> what you do in the game? And here's what he said. I, mean, I got my first, first career sack, so definitely wasn't expecting that. It's just kind of a situation that just kind of the opportunity presents itself and you just try to go take a shot, and luckily I got him in the end zone. So, Okay, you get a sack and a safety, Tyler. Yeah. Give me a little bit more excited <laughs> about it. Come on, come man. On he was smiling all the way, but come on, be a little bit more excited. So I just wanted to get, hey, what, what were you feeling here? You, you got your first sack, and it was a safety, dude. How are you That's feeling right. about this? To be honest, like I got up and I, I knew it was a sack, but I didn't. I forgot the signal for a sack, so I was kind of trying. I was looking around, like, all right, someone, someone gonna do it. And I looked at the ref, and he did it, so I was able to do that. But uh, no, I mean, big play. I mean, I was just in in my right position, and he ended up flushing the pocket that way, and I made the tackle. Come on, quarterback. Come Very on. humble, isn't he? Very yeah, humble, humble <laughs> quarterback. I, yeah. I, 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 I didn't know it was a I sack. I forgot to sign for that. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? He's got that you and I don't. What? He's got a safety sack. Right. Exactly. So. Yeah. And at the time that he did it, it was important. It was very important. And I, I was kind of curious. Uh, when you get a safety, that's a big deal. You get a sack, that's a big deal. You put them together. I kind of want to know, hey, uh, Tyler, what, what were your, your guys saying? How did your teammates react? Uh, and uh, this is what he had to say. I mean, it was just any time the defense can put points on the board, it's definitely definitely a pretty big celebration on the sideline. And we were up at that point in the game. It's not like we were down. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good feeling, that's for sure. Now, Tyler is, of course, a very humble guy. Yes. Very humble guy. But um, he realizes that um, that's a big deal. And the team over the last couple of weeks have been able to get back there get sacks. They've got quite a few of those. Oh, they've got uh, several of those. I think around 15, something like that. He was asked about the team's ability to get sacks the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Lambert has a good good scheme lined up, and uh, our D-line does a great job. They put pressure on the quarterback every play. So whenever we do dial up a blitz, uh, I mean, the linebackers pretty much come free because they're so worried about the D-line and making sure they're not going to get through the gaps that they kind of forget about us. So... Really props to them, and even even on the regular plays, they're putting pressure. If the quarterback drops back to pass and they read pass, they're putting pressure on them every time. So the quarterback the quarterback really hasn't been able to sit in the pocket and really make his reads properly uh, the past few weeks because they're putting up so much pressure pressure on them. Okay, that's Tyler Brown. Yeah, make him uncomfortable, and they've been uncomfortable the last two weeks. Even though he had 380, he was a very uncomfortable 380, and no big plays. Marshall two big big plays. As he said, uh, Brad Lambert, defensive coordinator, deals it up where everything is kept in front of Marshall. Nobody gets over the top for a cheap one. They have to earn it. I think the um, the Thundering Herd, if they can keep that up, uh, that's going to just create some problems yeah. uh, before the team even takes the field. Yeah, you got to defend both sides of the ball, and yet they're able to run and throw 
and, and they're going to make you one or the other, hopefully. And when you're able to get pressure with your four guys, then you, that's seven guys that can drop into coverage and make it very tough on the opposing quarterbacks. And that hopefully starts on Saturday again. Keep up the work, three in a row. We turn our attention now to the, uh, the highly ranked Marshall men's soccer team. Yes, nationally you, ranked. Do you follow what they did on the West Coast this weekend? Uh, I looked it up when I got up. Uh, they were playing, unfortunately, when we were asleep. But, uh, you know, they did very well. Yeah. And, uh, you know. They scored some points. They four, scored a lot five, of points. And uh, this one freshman's going crazy. And I talked to, to Coach Gro- uh, Gross a little bit. And he said, uh, we have a system. The guys have bought into it. The, uh, the upperclassmen have adjusted the way we do things. New guys have come in, have played well. And uh, right now, can't complain. And they go to, they go to Charlotte, double overtime. They got a tie. That's big because Charlotte was ranked fifth. Yeah. So, so they can hang. They can hang in there, and uh, they they got some more road games because I think their one last home game is UK a week from Sunday. You'll take that. And, yeah. Uh, so Thundering Hurt own the weekly awards. Paulo Pita, named Defensive Player right. of the Week, and then your redshirt freshman Milo Yosef, Offensive Player of the Week. So, yeah. I mean, Chris Grossi, I'm telling you right now, um, you better hang on to him. Yes. Because he has done amazing things already with Marshall. Oh. And if you can hang on to this man, I don't know if he's going to bolt for a bigger program because I mean, he's got great facilities here. Right. And he, look what he's doing at Marshall. I mean, he's turning this into a soccer school. Exactly. I mean, give, give Mike Hamrick credit. Mike Hamrick has turned Marshall into a soccer school. Exactly. They have their own place. Yeah. Their own place. The nice I facility. mean, it's, it's one of the nicest facilities in the country. It's definitely one of the nicest facilities in Conference USA. You have uh, national attention now for your soccer program. And Mike Hamrick uh, had the vision to – they had to relocate the soccer field, so they did it right. Mm-hmm. So the athletic director does it right, builds a – top-notch soccer facility. You get a coach come in here who uh, takes over for a, a legendary coach right. who's held the position for years, and when it's time to transition to a new coach, you bring somebody in who pretty makes an impact. Record, a pretty good record. Makes an impact immediately. Right. I mean, at Charleston, he'd gone to the Final Four what, four, three or four times, so, you know, doing what he's doing is no big surprise, but it's just the next level. And he's got them going well. Uh, the schedule worked out the way it did, and they got UK coming up at home. Regardless of where they go, they they get the Ws. I mean, you, you got to give uh, you got everybody very credit here because uh, softball is doing well. But I mean, you've got a nationally ranked soccer team right. here. I yeah. mean, did you think that that would happen right away? Not right away. Not right away. I mean, and you look then, at the facilities and think, okay, you can recruit to this. This exactly. is exactly. And, you know, with this facility, and they got the one at Barbersville and the one at Shawnee and Charleston, he was mentioning the young people that come to town get to play, and Marshall's not that far away. They can look and see what it is and go, hmm, my next step, here. And it'll be worthwhile. Yeah. Now, of course, you're bringing in a, a diverse group of kids. Yes. I mean, you're not recruiting just um, United States. No. I mean, Marshall these, is able to recruit anywhere now. These guys are from Germany and Brazil, the two players of the week. Germany and Brazil. So that tells you right there they'll go where they are to get them. Well, I think it's an advantage to, to play uh, college soccer now. Yeah. For a lot of players, that they're finding that this is a system that benefits them because, mm-hmm. I mean, I was listening to Chris uh, talk a few weeks ago when he was on uh, with Mike Hamrick's, uh, you know, on his show. Mike wasn't there. Right. But um, Mr. Kurtner was. Yes. The other Mike. <laughs> let, me clar- Mike, and Mike. let me clarify yes. that here. And, um, you know, he was talking about how you know, he likes uh, the collegiate system here. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he mentioned next year there'll be some Big Tens on the, on the schedule. They, uh, the Conference USA is well 
represented in the top 25. So uh, it, it's a well-rounded program for him. And, the, and on the fluent side, they're trying to bring it up a little bit. They're getting things going, and Kevin will try to get where uh, Chris is. Now, Marshall's still going to be a football school. Let's right. uh, – let's, yeah. I mean, let, let's, let, we let's, kid, we joke here, but uh, – Let's boy, don't get carried away. Yeah. It, <laughs> but you know what? The, the soccer program uh, – Get a few shots at a national championship. Yeah, yeah, that'll be nice to add to your your yeah, trophy I mean, case and you're, resume. Yeah, you, know, you got a fresh, uh, a true freshman as your leading scorer with 21 points. A freshman from Germany, and your your keeper came from Charleston with Chris, and it's pretty pretty tough to get it by him. One and one on the road, and you're on the left coast. Everybody's in bed. Four, they get nine and only give up two. And so. that's the thing. You, you go on the West Coast and you think, okay, maybe this is going to be a tough. No. They, they handle. No, they handle both of them. Really. Yeah. And Chris was mentioning the people they're playing, they're, they're, they're not little sisters of the poor. They're good programs. They're good programs. And they're going to be more good programs. Uh, it's sometimes kind of tough to get the ACC to go home and away because uh, they have this view of themselves. But he knows how to schedule. Well, no, you should have a view of yourself here. But right. Marshall now can uh, start having a view of itself. Yes, exactly. I mean, you've got Wright State coming up and then FAU in conference action. And FAU is coming up on the 26th. The uh, FAU uh, matchup will be um, in Boca. Uh, the next home game, of course, uh, you mentioned earlier, will be uh, November 3rd, if I'm looking at this thing correctly. I think it's a Sunday. Uh, it is a Sunday, 3 p.m. So, really, um, they finish out their schedule with number 20 and number 12. There you go. And they're highly ranked as well, and they're hoping to, to get a little higher. And they just went toe-to-toe with number 5, Charlotte. So, top 10, top 15 team here, maybe? Maybe. They keep dubbing. Possibility. They keep dubbing. they got to vote them up. That's going to do it for this edition of Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We're here today at the Union Pub and Grill, 1125 4th Avenue in Huntington. We're here every Monday. You can join us for the Monday special, $1.50 bottle, $2 call shots, best service in the tri-state. I will put up the service here against anybody, anywhere, at any time. I agree. Very good service. Plus, they take good care of us, so we we got to say nice things about them. That's going to do it for this edition. For Gabriel Selwards back in the studio, we appreciate him. I'm Paul Swan for Dave Walsh. This has been The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.